in the field of science, even mad science, we all have our black marks. Certain experiments can have unfortunate consequences. If you're not sure what I mean, go ask Dr. Frankenstein. Adam not only messed up his life, he ushered in centuries of confusion as to what the title of that actually referred to. My black mark, and it's a burnt licorice black mark, not only causes me more agitation than a night of too many martinis and not enough peanuts, but she has my face. She's my existential crisis made flesh, the sins of my father, my mother, and three of my four brothers in one cashmere swaddled nightmare of negativity. Who am I? I am Eileen Thorne, freelance lab assistant. You have a twin sister. Unfortunately. That's bad news. Like rain on your wedding day. I thought I would have heard of her. She's made good use of that memory-erasing tech she stole during college. The greatest trick of the devil, you know. Flory, what do you know about that job you were going to send me to? Not much, save the employer and the name of the project. The Quantum Cloaca. They did mention you should be well-versed in fringe physics. Oh, you're a physicist. I'm a bit of everything. Is there an address for this future dynamic... Kinetic innovation paradigm thingy? Right here. Good. What are you going to do? I'm going to go down there, and if I'm lucky, stop this cloaca, whatever it is, from spewing forth whatever evil feces my sister is planning. Well, I'm going with you. This isn't your fight. You made it possible for me to walk in the sunshine again. I owe you. Put it on my tab. No way, Miss Thorne. I'm with you 100%. Fine. Just don't say I didn't give you an out. Let's go. We took my car because, well, being a hermit for so long, Dr. March never bothered to buy a car. I kept myself open to whatever I was going to come across when we drove up to future dynamic kinetic innovation paradigm place. Keeping an open mind is always a good idea when dealing with mad science as a rule. You never know when things go sideways. Then circular. Then tilde-shaped. I'm still so sorry about the whole trying to remove your skin so I could wear your face as a mask thing. Don't mention it. If you knew the kinds of things my employers tried to make me do, you'd be... Look! Well, I'm willing to bet we've arrived. Flory had provided me with a Buttsville address. It, it's in New Jersey. It's a real place. You think I joke about things like that when mad science is doing the mambo on our collective future? The address proved to be a big empty space, which I wouldn't be taken aback by if it wasn't for the purplish sky directly above it, the variety of green sand dunes within that purplish area, and and what looked like a giant bird with moose antlers circling overhead. Mad science was definitely going nuts in here, and it looked like it was seriously colorblind. What happened here? Whatever it is, it can't be good. Watch out! That thing is impossible. You just 
spent how long with only a skull for a face, and you're balking about an eagle with a moose's head? I... see your point. It's okay. I don't want to say I've seen it all, but... Well, I I've seen it all. We stepped towards this bruise-colored hole in reality. As we got closer, we could see a subtle shimmering around the edges. Anyone who tells you evil doesn't sparkle has not been around evil enough. There was a warm breeze coming from the inside. Not unpleasant, but not exactly welcoming. I could hear strange, animalistic noises I knew weren't from around here, as well as an alarm siren of some sort. What is this place? It could be something unwittingly released. That could be toxic, but shouldn't it be spreading? That's what I was thinking, Letta. This is more likely some sort of other dimensional detritus. Whatever my dear sister did, it, it created a, a quantum vacuum where the building used to be and this portion of another plane rushed in to fill it. That could also be toxic. We? should wear our masks. Good idea. Might be a better idea for us to be armed. Trust me, if this was a high-tech think tank, there's bound to be all sorts of forbidden ordnance lying about unguarded. But, but is that careless? No, it's mad science. Let's suit up and get in there. Being involved in mad science makes you more than a scientist. Sometimes you end up a mad explorer, or a mad linguist, or even a mad EMT. Taking a deep breath before entering, I wasn't sure what role I was taking. Once we were formally under the purple sky of this alien realm, the temperature dropped. We could see our breath misting in front of us. Even though the ground looked like sand, it felt spongy under my feet. And then there was the smell. Is that... pastrami? I doubt they've got a deli out here. Looks a lot... larger than it did. The rules of reality must not apply here. In other words, welcome to Monday. <laughs> what was that? We could walk away. God, could I wish we could walk away. Oh, but let's investigate. Get away! Get away! That's incredible! The muscles on that thing must be massive to support that head on such a slim neck! How do you actually circumnavigate with so many non-symmetrical limbs? Oh, oh, maybe we should help her. Help me, please! It's gonna eat me! How? I may have an idea. Hey! Catch! Here, let's get out of here. That thing is thoroughly docile. What did you hit it with? A sachet of catnip. I noticed the felinoid cast of the creature's face and gambled on it having a similar weakness to the herb. So, you got it high. Good thinking. Oh, I thank you. Lucky it didn't take after the 
scaly worm slash snake part of its form? Don't worry, you're safe. Wait, I know you. You caused all this. Oh, she's okay. She saved my face. And your life. You're thinking of my twin. I'm good, really. Uh... What happened here? Did it have something to do with the quantum cloaca? Oh, that woman. The trouble she could cause. Trust me. Trouble is Elaine's middle name and salutation. Maybe even her post office box. Excuse me. Question hanging in the air here. Ah, uh, yes, yes. How familiar are you with River Theory? Wasn't she a character on Doctor Who? No, no. As you know, Every time you make a decision, you create two realities that reflect the consequences of each choice. Now, if let's say your decision is whether to have the prime rib or the salmon... I could go for some prime rib. A minor decision like that will create a tiny ripple, and that alternate reality would fold back into the time stream. Time is a river moving forwards with many tributaries. So some decisions result in realities so big they branch off. Exactly! And they exist side by side with our own. The quantum cloaca takes subatomic particles and by manipulating them allows us to observe those other realities, learn from them, take technology that may have developed that could be of use here and retrofit them. We could use the knowledge of our other realities to benefit all mankind. And my sister screwed it up. She sabotaged the device, broke it open, and disappeared within it. Within it? Yes. The device created a charged vacuum embodiment right over there. And she jumped right in. I shudder to think of what she's planning on doing. Take us to it. What are you going to do? It seems like my sister squeezed the middle of the tube until toothpaste was all over the floor. And it's up to me to see if I can put all that fluoride paste back in. But that's impossible. For me, that's Tuesday. You don't have to come. The chance to explore temporal and dimensional non-linear anomaly? Like hell I don't! Then put on your brightest smile and bring your mouthwash. We're going on a tour. And... I fear it's going to be a budget package all the way. You've been listening to the second chapter of the Crosscut Saw of Time, featuring Eileen Thorne, freelance lab assistant, written by Thomas DJ and performed by the Akadekagonagon Theatre Works. Vanessa Van Zare was Eileen, Anna Crawford was Dr. Lita March, Pamela Jean Agalus was Flory, and Nicole Tomty was Dr. Descant. Sound design was by Chris Honeywell. Music was by Jason Shaw. Please visit his site at audionautics.com. Please follow us on Twitter at Akadekagonagon and join our Facebook group for news on this and other projects. This audio play is copyright 2021 by the Akadekagonagon Theatre Works and is presented through the Two True Freaks podcast network. Tune in next time for Chapter 3 of this serial, No Late Fees for Deaths.